الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله قال العلامة الإمام إمام عثيمين رحمه الله تعالى اتقوا الله تعالى He said, Fear Allah, the Most High. Washkuruh, ala man an'ama bihi alaykum min ni'matil awlad. He said, And be thankful unto Allah Azza wa Jal, to that bounty in which He has bestowed upon you, from the blessings of children, from the bounty of children in which He has bestowed upon you. وَاعْلَمُوا أَنَّ هَذِهِ النِّعْمَةِ فِتْنَةٌ لِعَبْدٍ وَاخْتِبَارٌ He said, and know that this bounty in which Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon you from children, then verily it is a fitna, it is a trial, and it is a test for the slave. The children, they are trials and they are tests for the slaves of Allah Azza wa Jal. فَإِمَّا مِنْحَةٌ تَكُونَ كُرَّةَ عَيْنٍ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ It's going to be one of two situations. The first situation, which is the ideal situation, is that these children, they will be a coolant of the eye inside of this world and in the آخِرَةِ سُرُورٌ لِلْقَلْبِ there will be happiness to the heart and there will be an opening up for the chest and a widening of the breast, happiness. And they will be an aid, a help and assistance for you upon the perils of this world. يَحْدُوهُمْ إِلَى الْبِرِّ فِي الْحَيَاةِ وَبَعْدِ الْمَمَاتِ وَاجْتِمَاعٌ فِي الدُّنْيَا عَلَى طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ وَاجْتِمَاعٌ فِي الْآخِرَةِ فِي الدَّارِ الْكَرَامَةِ اللَّهِ There will be a happiness and a rectification that will bring about and that will lead to good and righteousness and the gathering together upon righteousness in this world and after death coming together in this world upon the obedience of Allah listen to these characteristics the righteous child and the righteous parent their relationship should be one of mutual obedience unto Allah so they should come together upon the obedience of Allah and inside of this dunya they will come together upon the obedience of Allah and in the next life, they will come together inside of the abode, inside of the abode of bliss of Allah Azza wa Jal, inside of the abode 
of that generous of bliss that belongs to Allah Azza wa Jalla. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَاتَّبَعَتْهُمْ ذُرِّيَّتُهُمْ بِإِيمَانٍ أَلْحَقْنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ وَمَا أَلَتْنَاهُمْ مِنْ عَمَلِهِمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ كُنُمْ رِئِمْ بِمَا كَسَبَ رَهِينٍ Allah Ta'ala says what means? And those who believe and their children follow them in belief. Those who believe and their children follow them in iman. They follow them in the proper belief. Then we will unite them with their children. We will unite them with their children in the hereafter, in the Jannah. The families, they will not be separated, but they will be gathered together. The believing members of the family, they will be together inside of the Jannah. So we will put them all together, gather them all together, and no one's deeds will be lost in the least. No one's deeds will be lost. But rather everyone shall be paid according to that which they have earned. Everyone will get paid according to that which they have earned. So no one will be cheated. But everyone will get paid their measure. And then they will receive a bounty from Allah Azza wa Jal. By gathering them along with their believing family members inside of the Jannah. This is how they will come together in the next world. This is an objective, this is a goal that we shall all be trying to achieve. And from the causes and the reasons for the attainment of this type of gift, لأنه رائن لأنه رائن في أهله ومسؤول عن رأيته because the father or from the attainment of this is that the parents they will have to establish these causes and these reasons from the proper education the rearing and the like both the mother and the father and the father, he is the he is the first to be questioned. He is the first as relates to this responsibility. Because he is the shepherd. He is the shepherd of his household. And he is the one who was asked about those who are under his shepherdship. He is the one who was asked about those who are under his care. And Yaquma Kullun Minwalidain that everyone from both of the parents both of the parents and they have to establish and be upon their children as relates to their education they have to be upon their children in everything that is necessitated, that enters into and it is required. So as they are looking after and taking care of them and raising them with a righteous raising, raising them righteously, the Yukhalifa Ba'da so that he may lead after him, he may lead in his wake. Durriyatan Saliha Tanfa'u wa tanfa'u al-Muslimin So he will leave in his wake righteous children, righteous offspring that will be a benefit for him and a benefit for the Muslims. فَإِنَّ الْعَبْدِ مَتَى أَصْلَحَ مَا بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ الرَّبِّهِ 
أصلح الله له ما بينه وبين الخلق. Because the slave, when he rectifies that which is between himself and between his Lord, then Allah will rectify for him that which is between him and between the creation. So the rectification, ya ibad, that it will start with the individual, it will start with ourselves. The rectification, ya ibad, when we look at it in the scope of the family structure and what we're speaking about, then it will start with the mother and the father. The rectification, it will start with the parents, the father and the mother. The Imam Rahimullah Ta'ala he says, Ma'a husnin But they have to have a good intention. That intention has to be for Allah Azza wa Jal. Upon the Tawheed, only for Allah Azza wa Jal. Wasti'ana billah Azza wa Jal. And seeking the help, the aid, and the assistance from Allah Azza wa Jal. Wa kathratid du'a'i. And by supplicating much unto Allah Azza wa Jal, and by returning themselves and 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 running back to Allah Azza wa Jal, running back and seeking refuge in Allah Azza wa Jal, يحصل خير كثير. Then if they do this, then they will find much good. They will come about much good. And it will come upon a most excellent of rearing and education for their children. Allah Ta'ala. He says about and describing a characteristic from the servants of Ar Rahman. Allah Ta'ala. He tells us a characteristic of his servants, of his slaves. Allah Ta'ala. He says about them. Is that they say, Oh, our Lord, they beg upon Allah Azza wa Jal from the characteristics of the righteous slaves of Allah Azza wa Jal. Is that they beg Allah, they beseech Allah, they supplicate unto Allah Azza wa Jal. What is that supplication that they're asking Allah Azza wa Jal? What is that request that they're asking from Allah Azza wa Jal? What is that thing that they're begging Allah Azza wa Jal for? Is as Allah Ta'ala says what means. And those who they say, O oh, our Lord, give to us, grant from us, from yourself, that our wives and that our offspring, our children, and they are the coolant of our eye. Make our wives and our children and our offspring the coolant of our eye. And make us for your righteous, fearing slaves, leaders. And make us leaders and examples for your righteous, fearing, pious slaves. It want to reflect upon the reality of these individuals who are the imams of the muttaqun, who are the imams of those who have taqwa, the imams of those who fear Allah Azza wa Jal, then you will realize that these individuals are individuals who themselves are of a great status, a lofty, high, and tremendous status, those who are extremely pious, extremely fearing of Allah Azza wa Jal, those who are outstanding examples of slaves of Allah Azza wa Jal. So they not only do they beg, 
that Allah Ta'ala rectifies them, but they beg that Allah Ta'ala rectifies their families, rectifies their wives, rectifies their children, and make them examples for the believing men and women. Make them examples for the muttaqoon, those who have fear of Allah Azza wa those who are taqwa. They beg Allah Azza wa Jal for the rectification of themselves and the rectification of their families. Imam Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, فَوَاللَّهِ مَا سَأَلُوا ذَلِكَ وَقَعَدُوا عَنْ فِعْلِ الْأَسْبَابِ He said that, or عَنْ فِعْلِ الْأَسْبَابِ He said that by Allah, they will not ask that, and then they will sit, and then they will sit upon the taking of the means. They won't ask that and then they will come with inability, they will come with a lack of motion, they won't come with the taking of the means for that. They won't just ask that and just, they won't just ask that without any type of effect. They will ask it and then they won't do nothing. But rather they ask it and then they take the means. The Imam says, he said, because the intellect and the legislation, both of them necessitate that if you ask Allah for anything, if you ask Allah for anything, that it is a must that you take the proper means or that you do everything that is within your means of doing so as to take the means and the causes for that thing in which you're asking for. The Imam Rahimullah Ta'ala says, فَإِنَّ كُلَّ وَاحِدٍ لَوْ سَأَلَ اللَّهُ رِزْقًا لَسَعَى فِي أَسْبَابِهِ He said, because everyone, if they ask Allah for provisions, if they ask Allah for money, they ask Allah for an increase in wealth, so on and so forth, then they all strive in the attainment of the causes that lead to an increase in wealth. No one asks Allah Ta'ala for wealth, for an increase in wealth, and then they sit upon their hands, they don't do nothing. They sit upon their hands, they don't make any movement. No one does that. The aql tells you that this is not the proper course of action. The sharia tells you this is not the proper course of action. But if you're asking for something, then you have to get up and you have to take the necessary means in the attainment of that thing. The Imam Rahimahullah Ta'ala says, He said, because he knows that the sky don't rain gold. He know gold don't rain down from the sky. Money don't fall from the sky. The Imam Rahimullah Ta'ala brings another example. He says, وَلَوْ سَعَلَ اللَّهُ ذُرِّيَّةً لَسَعَ فِي حُصُولِ He said, if he ask Allah for children, if he ask Allah for offspring, he said, then he will strive to what? He will strive to get a wife. He will strive to attain marriage, to get a wife. He said, because the ground doesn't bring forth children. He said, because children don't pop out the dirt and pop out the ground. وَهَكَذَا إِذَا سَأَلَ اللَّهُ صَلَاحَ ذُرِّيَّتِهِ He said, and likewise, if you ask Allah to rectify his offspring, 
أن تكون قرة عين له that they are a cool of his eye فلا بد من فلا بد أن يسعى ما يقدر عليه من أسباب ذلك لتكون نعمة الأولاد منها he said so thus if he asks Allah to make his children a cool of his eye that it is incumbent that he strive to the best of his ability doing everything he possibly can do to take the means, to take the causes and the means so that this blessing, that this bounty of children will be for him a gift. Will be for him a gift. Because the other side of that, the flip side of that, is that what? The flip side from the bounty of children and takuna mihna وشقاء وصؤمة على أهله ومجتمعهم وعلى أهلهم ومجتمعهم. The flip side is that these children they will become if they're not a gift if they're not benefit for the family and the society then they will become a calamity. They will become a tiring agent. They will become a misfortune. They will become misery upon the family and upon the society. And this will be the result of the one who does not establish that which Allah has made wajib upon him to establish. And this will be those who have not established that which Allah has made wajib upon them from looking after their children, safeguarding their children, having a concern for their children, raising their children with a proper raising, a righteous raising. Those who ahmalahum falam yubali bihim. Those who they are neglectful of their children and they don't think about them. They have no concern for their children. They have no concern for their children, deadbeat fathers and mothers. This is not how the believing slave of Allah should be. This is not how they should be. The Imam Rahimullah says, talking about the despicable nature of the likes of these individuals. He said, and that the most concern that these despicable individuals have for their children is when they are seeding their children inside of the uterus of the mother. That's the only concern they have for the children. That's the, the most concern they have for the children is that lustful desire that they have, that carnal desire that they have at the time of conception, the act of conception. That's all they worried about as far as what results from that in the children, they don't care about that. They ain't got time for that. They lose the right of Allah as relates to, to their children. So the children, they lose Allah's rights as relates to the parents. لم يحسن إليهم بالتربية فلم يحسنوا إليه بالبر they weren't good until their children as, as relates to their education and their rearing. So the children aren't good to their parents as relates to being righteous and good unto them. And according punishment, accordingly appropriate punishment for the likes of these individuals. فَفَاتَهُ 
نفعهم في الدنيا والآخرة وأصبح من الخاسرين. He lost out on benefiting them in this world and the next, so therefore he became from the losers. ولا يكوننا من النادمين. And no doubt he will be from the losers. And he will be from those who are regretful. Those who have extreme regret. قال الله تعالى قل إن الخاسرين الذين خسروا أنفسهم وأهلهم يوم القيامة. Allah Ta'ala said that verily those who are the true losers are those who lose themselves and they lose their families on the day of judgment. These are the true losers. Is this not the ultimate and manifest loss? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are successful. We ask Allah ta'ala to make us far removed in this dunya and in the hereafter from those who are the true losers. It is incumbent upon the parent who tries best to do everything that he can possibly do within his means to raise his children accordingly. The result is not upon his hands. Whoever Allah guides, there's no one who can lead him astray. And whoever is led astray, due to some sickness and evil that they have within themselves, due to what they have earned with their own hands, then you will find no guide for them. You'll find no guide for them. So sometimes you do everything that is right, and the kitty still goes astray. That's not upon you, that's upon them. Everyone they will carry the burden for what is upon them. But what is upon you is to raise them correctly. What is upon you to raise them correctly. If after you have raised them correctly, they go and make bad decisions, then that's upon them. From that, which is incumbent, that it has to be mentioned as regards to the raising of our children properly, especially in this day of time that we're living in right now, especially in this month that we're in right now, especially that we are a few days right now from a Kafir holiday that is targeted, that the children are targeted therein. The children are targeted therein. It is incumbent that we know the prohibition of imitating the kuffar. قال العلامة الشيخ صالح الفوزان حفظه الله تعالى لأن التشبيح بهم في الملبس والكلام وغيرهما يدل على محبة المتشبه به. He said because imitating them in the way that we dress and in the way that we talk then this it, 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 it is indicative and it points to loving those who are imitated. It is indicative that the one who imitates love the one who imitates. You understand? It is indicative that the one who is imitating loves those who he is imitating. The one who imitates loves those who is imitating. Now, 
ولهذا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من جوسل في الصحابة صلى الله عليه وسلم يسأل من تشبه بقوم فهو منهم whoever imitates the people then he's from them فيحرم التشبه بالكفار so the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he made it haram to imitate the kuffar فيما هو من خصائصهم من عاداتهم from that which is from there or that which is from that which is specific unto them from their cultural customs from their cultural habits or from their customs نعم it's important that we understand this and we look upon this because we know we are a few days away from the shirki holiday of Halloween all of the holidays are shirki no doubt but for those who say that oh this is just a custom it's not religious imitating them also includes imitating them in what you will call a custom Ma'am, but those who know the origin of this holiday then they will know that it has ties to the church and that which is particular unto them inside of their worship in their way and their mannerisms and the way that they act from their mannerisms and the way that they act the things that they do like the cutting off of the beards وَإِقَالَةَ نَعَمْ وَإِقَالَةَ الشَّوَارِبِ and from the growing of the mustache this is from that which is particular to the kuffar نَعَمْ وَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَةِ وَرَقَانَةِ بِلُغَتِهِمْ إِلَّا عِنْدَ الْحَاجَةِ and speaking with their languages except out of necessity speaking with their languages except out of necessity let that let 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 the one who is struggling to learn Arabic or who hasn't even thought about learning Arabic ponder upon that. Let that marinate. Let that marinate. وَفِيهِ أَهْلِ And from the manner that they dress, وَالْأَكْلِ وَالشُرْبِ And from the manner that they eat and they drink, وَغَيْرِ ذَلِكَ And other than that. وَقَالَ الْعَلَامَ الْفُوزَانِ وَقَدْ فَسَرَ قَوْلَهُ تَعَالَى وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّورِ And those who don't witness Azur, those who don't witness evil, it has been explained, the ulama tafsir, they say what this means, eh? وَمِنْ صِفَاتِ عِبَادِ الرَّحْمَانِ أَنَّهُمْ لَا يَحْضُرُونَ أَعْيَادِ الْكُفَّارِ is that they do not attend the holidays of the kuffar they do not attend them they do not witness them they do not view them they do not attend them Imam Al-Sa'di said about this verse they do not participate they do not witness they are not present for zur and zur what is that? قال إمام السعدي أي القول والفعل المحرم statements and actions that are haram. This is zur. They do not participate. They are not spectators for statements and actions that are haram. فيشتنبون جميع المجالس المشتملة على الأقوال المحرمة والأفعال المحرمة. So they avoid all sittings that contain their ring. 
haram statements and haram actions. ثُمَّ قَالَ الْإِمَامِ السَّعْدِ رَحِمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فَإِذَا كَانُوا لَا يَشْهَدُونَ الزُّرِّ فَمِنْ بَابِ الْأَوْلَى وَأَحْرَى أَلَا يَقُولُوهُ وَيَفْعَلُوهُ He said if they do not witness, if they do not witness if they do not witness evil, if they do not witness actions and statements that are haram, he said that it is from the, it takes more precedence and it is more pressing that they do not speak with the haram and they do not act with the haram. So if they don't witness the kafir holiday, going back to our specific example, what our specific discussion, if they do not witness Halloween, then no doubt they will not participate in it. Either by going out trick-or-treating or giving the children candy when they come to your door. Or by wishing the people the seasonal greeting in, in this type of season. Or by allowing your children to be dressed up into costumes and going to school and partaking in what they're doing in the school from the celebration of the likes of these things. If we don't witness it, if the believer, the Ibad al-Rahman, the servants of al-Rahman, if they don't witness it, then no doubt they don't participate in it. No doubt they don't participate in it. It is incumbent, especially living in this country, especially in this time of the year, that we remember the likes of these things. Especially in this time of the year when we are bombarded month after month after month with the holidays of the kuffar, month after month after month when our children are being asked to participate. Those who have their children inside of public schools, no doubt they are being asked to participate, not just witness, but to participate to join in these festivals. They're being asked to participate in these festivals, whether that is a secret Santa and giving gifts to one another, whether that is a costume party and a Halloween party that they have inside their school and eating candy and all that type of stuff that they be doing. Or whether that is eating a Thanksgiving style of lunch during Thanksgiving time in celebration of that. No doubt who those who have their children in Catholic school, your children are participating in the likes of this. Which is another proof and another evidence that having our children in the likes of these schools is not, not capital M, capital O, capital T an option. So if that means we have to work harder, if that means we have to put forth more effort, if that means we gotta do what we gotta do from the taking of the halal means to establish Muslim schools, then that's what we have to do. Have to do capital H, capital A, capital V, capital E to do. Not an option. Because all of this will enter into the proper rearing of our children. If not, if we leave them in the hands of the kuffar to rear them eight hours out of the day and to plant the seeds of kuffar in them eight hours a day for ten months a year, then when they become 18, 19 and start acting out, don't ask where that came 
from. You was a part of that planting. You was a part of letting your child be victim and a victim to that seeding. You were a part of that. That's part and partial on you. So when the chickens come home to roost, thank yourself. Aqimu salat.